back to this week with Drew Low Disc Space. Hello, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. Today on the show, we got shout out to the Street Demons. I just came back from Vancouver and uh, another thing. So let's start the show. This week with Drew is going down. Feeling up and I'm feeling around. I got a left titty. On the ground and my right one, it's floating in the sky. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome down to another episode of This Week with Drew, fucking Terry. Please do not knock over the lights. I just started the podcast. Welcome to the show. Oh, come on. See, now Terry's fucking with the camera right now. Come here, Terry. Hi. Welcome to the show. This is my podcast. Thanks a lot for being here. This is another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, May 16th, 2019. I just got back. How are you guys? Good. First of all, I want to give a shout out, as always, right off the top. To my five Patreons, John Dre, guys, a gold, Mike, and to my day one, my my meme, my official meme curator, Stephen Comrade of the Brothers Grimm PG 118. Brothers Grimm's got a new uh, video out I shared on my Facebook page and on my last uh, YouTube video in the link description. So check that out, man. Pain dissolve. I've been fucking with these guys since day one. My city is dying. 12 years later, and the city is dead. <laughs> it's a slow burn. Um, oh, fucking Terry. Okay, that's fine. He can have... He's got my squash racket right now, but that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to Bubba Tunde and Marnus and all the White House Street Demon motherfuckers. Shout out to Janie, my sister. She just got back from Nashville. And Alicia, her best friend. And Janine and all those motherfuckers, too. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get into it. How was my week? Well, I had a very good week this week. I was in Sirius XM's Next Top Comic, Canada's Next Top Comic, which is Sirius XM Satellites Radio's version of like a comedy competition. And so there's about 900 applications, and then they pick the uh, 369. They tip. They pick the top 180. <laughs> or no, three. No, 10, 20, 30. No, they pick the top 60. So there's 900 applications, and then they pick the top 60 to go for a live audition. And I got picked uh, to be in the top 60 out of 900, so fucking A. And then they fly you into Vancouver, and uh, so I got fl- I got into Vancouver on Monday. And uh, and then there was 10 people on the show, and uh, me and Sterling Scott were both on the show. Man, my OG homie from day one, stand-up comedy in Edmonton, and we were both on the show. And we arrived late. They draw numbers from a bucket to see what your order is going to be because the order of a comedy contest is actually very important. You wouldn't think that, but there's sort of a flow. There's a little bit of behavioral psychology that goes behind like a a good stand-up show and a stand-up act. Terry, don't! (laughs) Okay. So there's a little bit of a flow, right? And... um, and if you go up first, it's a little bit harder uh, to to be perceived as a good comedian as compared to if you go up last or later. 
in the show because the show gets a bit of a flow. And especially as a judge, if you see the first comic and you're scoring everybody out of 100, how can you give that comic 100 out of 100? You've only seen one comic. By comic number 7, 8, or 9, you have a metric, a rubric in your head of what you want to see and what you think good comedy is in relative relative to the rest of the show, right? Because you may see somebody go up at, at first and just absolutely smash it and say, okay, well, there you go. That's the sad of the night. But how do you know that? What if the person after them goes up and smashes even harder? Do you give them my So anyways, I went up last, which is sick because I got to see every single other comic go up. And then I was like, okay, I know exactly what the crowd's into. I know exactly what I'm looking at the judges. I'm like seeing what the judges are laughing at. I didn't change my set or anything, but it just helps you to become more confident as a, as a, as a joke deliverer. And I just went up and just just believed in the bit, man, and did the jokes, and they stuck hard, and uh, I won. <laughs> I beat Sterling, which is the first time in my life that I've ever beat Sterling in a comedy contest. It took 10 fucking years, but uh, it was sick, yo. My friend Sophie, who I was staying with, shout out Sophie. I was staying with Sophie Buttle all week. And uh, she was also in the contest my night. And she went through, too. And we both just did Halifax together like a couple weeks ago. So me and her, man, we're having a heck of a couple weeks in terms of our stand-up comedy career. So Monday I moved on. And now here's where the real work starts. And this is where I'm going to have to get you guys involved, man, really hard. Because now that the top three move on from each night, there's going to be nine, 18 comedians. Um, all begging for internet votes. So in about two months, uh, yeah, in about two months... I'm going to have to be pimping out, like, go to this page and click vote for me every single day. One of those things, right? So I want to mobilize y'all motherfuckers because you guys are the only 20 people that truly fuck with me <laughs> on, like, a true level basis. So I need you to mobilize you guys. So I'm going to be bugging you guys in a couple months to start voting for me on the thing. But I, it's just, like, one of those, like, once a day sort of things. So, like, I'll send you the link, and then you don't have to give them your email or whatever. You just got to fucking click on my video and click I Vote Drew. So it's not like a sign up. Because I hate when you got to vote for internet people when it's just like sign up to sign up to our service and then log in. Like, there's nothing that's going to fucking, oh, man. But this is easy. It's just a click and vote. So I'll be sending you guys that link. And I just want to mobilize. Like, I was thinking about buying some votes from, like, China or India or some shit like that just to see. But I think they'll know. Because you can set up a pixel pretty easy <clears throat> to see if, like, it's like, why, boy, Drew's sure got a lot of fans in fucking Bangladesh. <laughs> this guy's getting 300 votes a day from fucking Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah, they'll fucking know for sure if, like, Edmonton, Toronto, and then fucking, <laughs> like, like, Beijing are the three places that all my votes are coming from. <laughs> yeah, probably, uh, probably not a good, uh, a wise decision. <laughs> but yeah, yo, so my week was sick, man. I just maxed out in Vancouver. I fucking love that city, dude. Vancouver is the shit, man. There's just the sea and the ocean and the fucking waves. <laughs> That's three of the same things. And you got Stanley Park and geese, bro, are so fucking aggro in Stanley Park. I swear to God, you could go up to a goose and, like, grip it up by its, like, neck. And it still would just, like, look at you. Like, when geese, like, I went, I walked up, like, I wanted to see how close I could get to a goose. And I swear to God, I was, like, fucking this close to that motherfucker. And he was just like, he ran all aggro on me. Like, goose, gooses, when they're trying to go aggro, they fucking, they go. 
Like they got their long ass necks and they fucking stick their they go down and then they fucking go. I'm a goose, motherfucker. What are you looking at, bitch? <laughs> but you know, I was like, yo, fuck you, goose. I'm sleeping in the feathers of a thousand of your dead uh, <laughs> brethren. <laughs> All my shit is goose down, bro. I got goose down duvet, goose down pillow, and I got a goose down mattress topper. So I'm literally like just floating. I go into bed at night and I'm just like like floating in a sea of like goose down. Oh man, I was worried because I don't have enough room on my computer for all this fucking bullshit, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on with technology, bro. None of that fucking shit works for me. Fuck, man. I don't know why I got so mad there. Okay, how was my week? Oh, uh, we can do this now, even though I'm not really fucking... Uh... Why am I such a fucking stoner? I can't even play it with the bass notes in. It should be like bong ding bong. Dun, dun. <laughs> fucking Jeopardy recap. I'm not even watching Jeopardy right now because I've been on the road and the fucking teacher's tournament is just whack, man. There's a bunch of fucking narc twain ass bitches picking out the categories from 200 down to 1,000. It goes completely against the game theory that James Holtzauer has developed in Jeopardy. Fucking anticlimactic bullshit. And you see Trebek, man. I think Holtzauer is going to keep Trebek alive, bro. Like, uh, nobody loves this nice fucking solid tight game of Jeopardy more than Alex Trebek, man. He's the biggest fan of Jeopardy. And now all these teachers are winning with like 18 grand. And, and, and it's like Trebek has seen the light, bro. It's like he's got the hottest piece of pussy that he ever had. And now he has to go back to like his like regular old pussy. And he's like, fuck that. I had like that supreme pussy. I, ain't try, I got that 10 out of 10 pussy. I ain't trying to fuck with this 7 out of 10 pussy no more. There's a lot of extra shit in those extra three notches of pussy. Or Jeopardy. Or whatever the fuck I'm talking about. So, anyways, I'm not watching Jeopardy. The Bachelor just started again, so I'm probably going to do Bachelor recap again because a bunch of uh, people really like that on the podcast. Brings people in, hot Bachelor takes. Um, but The Bachelorette isn't as fun as The uh, as the Bachelor because The Bachelor is one dude and 30 chicks, and that's just drama. Like, they don't even have to write weird, like, write plots for them. Like, you just put these women in a room and fucking shit will happen. But with the dudes, it's like the dudes are all just kind of sitting around, like just waiting for their turn. Like, so, like, you watch, let's see who's your NFL team. You're like, how do you think Aaron Rodgers, you think he's going to have a good year? And they just talk fucking sports until it's their turn to go try to bang the chick in the dress. And then they got to, like, that's why they got to, if you ever look at the casting for The Bachelorette, they always pick, like, these, like, slimy, like, villain dudes, like these, like, 25 year old, like, villainous. Like, just, like, eyebrow, like, snake, like, guys are like, no, I don't know what eyebrow snake means, but that's what I have. Yo, my unibrow is actually grown in. You see that, fucking cocksucker? You see that, fucking cocksucker? <laughs> I don't even know what I want to talk about right now. Okay, I'll talk about that, and then we'll go to big news. And uh, this podcast has been okay, I guess. Um, uh, oh, can you guys hear that? What, what is that? You guys hear that? Oh, I fucking did it wrong. <laughs> it's supposed to be like this. In big news with Drew, the 
This week in Big News with Drew, we got a story coming out of the CBC and BC. This was posted May 15th. Sex toy tangle. (laughs) BC man sues X to get vibrator back. Here's the CBC with some fine journalism. It's been called the Cadillac of vibrators and the mother of all vibrators. And it's been used in countless blah, 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 female sexual behavior. This week, a tribunal member ordered some chick to give her Hitachi wand back to her (laughs) ex-boyfriend. The magic wand and two pillows and two down pillows. So here's what happened. There was a couple. They were dating this dude. Bought uh, bought his girlfriend a magic wand, uh, the thing, and then two pillows for sleeping over. They broke up, and she decided that she did not want to give that stuff back um, because uh, she said, hey, fuck you. This is my vibrator, and these are my pillows. You bought them for my house. And this guy said, no, 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 no. I bought those pillows for me for sleeping over at your house, and that vibrator was for me to use on you. It's mine for you, even though I it's mine for you. So, and she said, "Fuck you! I'm keeping this shit." Like most uh, ex girlfriends do. Shout out to my ex girlfriend for keeping my fucking my record player. You fucking. Um, <laughs> I love how CBC puts a fucking nice picture up of it on there, as if anybody clicking the story is not gonna know what that looks like. So um <laughs> so apparently in court there's actually some shit that the elements need need to be in place to meet the legal definition of a gift is the intention to give delivery of the item and acceptance of the item so it's actually on the uh, uh the pro- uh the burden of proof is on the person who received the gift to prove that it was in fact a gift um which is actually pretty sick man because you can you can you got to be like you gave it to me on my birthday it's like no and then there's like where's the card bitch <laughs> or whatever yo terry quit fucking around with the lights yes so the vibrator is not a gender specific item that's what the fucking judge this is a very progressive judge he ruled that the hitachi magic wand can be used on dudes i don't know where <laughs> on your on your cornhole (laughs) you just fucking magic wand your cornhole or like under your nuts like your under nuts and then the pillows i don't even understand why this guy's so mad about pillows but he fucking but but he um but he got his pillows back i don't understand what the fuck like people are are just so mad like just like have a conversation you know just be like hey listen sweetie like i know we broke up but like fucking can I get that magic wand back? Because I got this new chick. <laughs> but also, what is this guy going to do with his ex-girlfriend's magic wand that she's been friggin' blamming herself out with? Like, what are you going to do with that? Would he be like, with your new girlfriend? Like, hey, baby, I got this toy for us. And she's like, okay, why is that? You just got it loose? You just got a loose magic wand? I would like, I would prefer one a factory sealed, please. <laughs> I would prefer my magic wand to be factory sealed. Oh, you know what I was going to do now? Is I was going to try to check the email. This week with Drew. Oh, I don't have internet. Oh, that's why my fucking shit's on Wi-Fi off. Wi-Fi off. I have a feeling most people tune out. You know what's freeing is, is doing a podcast that nobody listens to. Man, that is just a free feeling. It's great. Um, Sex Toy Tangle. The fucking CBC. Okay, no, I want to log into my This Week with Drew email. There we go. 
Um, Terry is just eating my guitar case right now. Can you please fucking not, Terry? Ashkina! Oh, man. Joel wrote a fucking email last month. Oh, buddy. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but I challenged Joel. Someone asked me, my my uh, Patreon and top number one fan, Joel, asked uh, me about if I like pizza or burgers. And I said fucking Harvey's is the best burger chain. And I, and I said to somebody, write me a fucking essay if you don't believe that Harvey's is the best burger chain. And Joel just fucking wrote me an essay saying that Harvey's is not a good chain. Okay, whatever. I'll read this next week, Joel. Thank you for listening. To my fucking show. Hopefully, uh, it's funny.